Welcome to Let's Talk with professional lesbian Charlotte Ashlyn. Join us to talk all things lesbian and queer women related. All the good stuff, basically. <laughs> Hello and welcome back to a brand new episode of Les Talk. Um, hi, Ashlyn. Hi, Charlotte. Hi, everyone. It's hi, been, everyone. It's been a hot minute. Yeah, so before we go into anything, we have to apologise. Again. Again. Um, look, me and Ashlyn, actually, it's actually quite exciting news why we didn't record. Yeah. Um, but we're looking to move out. Like, we are technically living together now, but I am not on any of, like, the rent or anything. <laughs> like, basically, I'm not paying rent. And we've been looking for a place to move out together, and we finally found one. So in the next couple of weeks, we are moving out um, officially yes. um, to our brand new place, and I'm really excited. We've got a balcony. It's going to accept bean. Yeah, bean goes for free. We don't have to pay for bean and the rent, which I was shocked that you had to pay for pets and rent. I was <laughs> like, I'm sorry. I did not realize that. Um, bean needs a job. <laughs> but that's why we didn't record last weekend. And as well, Ashlyn started her brand new job. Yeah, so I've obviously been working from home the past since COVID days. Um, So my new job needs me to go back to work properly. So it's, it's back in the factory. Back in the factory so it's been quite an adjustment um going from being on the couch all day to doing a lot of activities being with me and being the fun kind of people we are so i'm I'm missing that but yeah so it just kind of got in the way and i was just exhausted really from adjusting well no you you weren't no it should have been your first four weeks so the reason why we didn't um, record was because you was getting prepared and i said do you want to record and you was like i'm too stressed i start my new job so you weren't adjusting then you were just I was, starting. I it. was preparing to adjust. She was preparing. I was <laughs> preparing to adjust. Um, we had a lot going on. It was one of those things that we were like, look, we probably need to take a time out. We had just confirmed that we was buying this flat. Ashley was starting a new job on Monday. And yeah, the weekend just went past so, so quickly. And uh, we actually, I was actually on Monday night. And I was thinking to myself, wait, there's not <laughs> yeah. an episode going out tomorrow. <laughs> to be honest, we both kind of didn't even say we're not going to record. The weekend just went and we yeah. hadn't recorded. So I there think, you go. I think that's important though. Like obviously we are very committed to this podcast. We love doing it. We're committed to you guys, the listeners. Um, but I think um, we are human beings too. We have a life and like things are going on in our life. Um and whilst we find this podcast really important, um, we also find our lives super important, I guess. Yeah, you got to follow that dollar, don't you? Yeah, you got to follow the dollar. Um, so that's why we didn't record last weekend um, and there was no new episode out on the week. Um, so we can, like I said, we only can apologise for not being there. Um, I hope you didn't miss us too much. Can't promise it won't happen again. <laughs> yeah, well, look, like, we'll be totally honest. Like, we move in at the start of April and leading up to that there's going to be a lot going on so if there's a weekend where we don't record um basically just check out our instagram because the next couple of weeks going to be super busy with for us um moving into this new flat but when we do move in we'll definitely like do some updates on our instagram do yeah. maybe a little, a little flat tour yeah That'd so cute. go over to our instagram which is let's talk underscore podcast um basically you'll see if we're recording that week and just any updates to the new flat um and that will probably just be the next couple of weeks and then we'll get back to 
back to normal, I guess. Hopefully, yes. What do you mean, hopefully? We will. Well, we always say that we have these grand plans, don't we? And look what happens. Look, we are so chaotic and messy, but at the same time, we're professionals. Well, I think we need to retract this professional lesson. No, I'm not (laughs) retracting anything. I am professional. It's just your understanding of what professional means. Oh, yeah, I guess it's subjective. Yeah, in my world, I'm very professional. Ask me anything professional. Just professional, in my, bitch. In my um, emails, I write off sincerely, professional. I hate that. I don't, so really. common. How is that common? It's professional. <laughs> <laughs> it's professional, Ashlyn. It's very cliche. The cliche I'm to a, sign off an email. I'm a kind regards kind of girl. Oh, uh, I hate... <laughs> I sign off from Charlotte. <laughs> That's just so amateur. I'm joking. I don't put anything. I just put my name. <laughs> mm, I just like, yeah, can you do this, Charlotte? And a kiss sometimes. I actually do, actually do, accidentally do um, put kisses on emails. No, Um, that's not professional. (laughs) I know. Like the other day I was emailing someone and I did about three kisses because like I don't just ever do one kiss, like I do a bunch of kisses. And so I sent it and luckily I knew this person. So I just thought, oh, they won't think anything of it. And then they never said anything. So, well, if I had a work email and it had three kisses, (laughs) I would be like, this is some sort of inappropriate behavior. No, it's professional. Again, it's your definition of what professional is. That is like professional kindness, like you're just being kind to someone, cheering up your day. I actually saw Tracy Beaker, aka Danny. I'm obsessed with her at the moment because I got to interview her. Um, Are you besties? Well, I'm her bestie. She just doesn't know it. Um, (laughs) And she put a tweet, like she sends off every tweet, like three kisses. So it seems like she's, you're getting a text from a friend or something. Okay. Um, So that's what I'm doing with emails now. I'm just signing them off three kisses. So if people feel like they're getting a text from them. So basically you're like, copying Tracy B. Yeah, I'm trying to bog off, bitches. Um, so yeah, look, that's what's been going on. Um, I hope you're understanding and if not, fuck off. <laughs> you may as well say it out loud, they can still fuck hear. Fuck off. Um, no, I, I think it's just one of those you have to put yourself first in some situations. Um, so content warning for today's episode. It's a bit of a dark one um, and it's off the back of a recent event. Um, including a young woman who got murdered. Um, so we're going to be talking about sexual harassment, um, murder, death, um, and experiences that we have experienced as queer women and as as women. Um, so I want to put a content warning that some of these topics may be a little bit dark. Um, and if you're not in the right mental health to listen to this, or you find these topics a bit like, I don't know, upsetting, um, please put your mental health first. And obviously we want you to listen, um, but please click off this episode if you're going to be hurt by this, what we're going to be talking about. Yeah, you said it all. Thank you. So obviously the awful, awful news broke um, the day after International Women's Day, actually, um, that the remains of um, a woman's body were found, which sadly turned out to be that of Sarah Everard, um, which was just just shocking, really, to hear. Yeah, I think obviously she was missing from the 3rd of March and there was like a, a national search for her. And then obviously the news broke that the remains had been found. And the next day they were confirmed to be hers. Um, But I think what hurts and makes it that more sadistic was that a policeman has been arrested in Mm -hmm. connection of her murder. Um, There's not any news and I I don't know if there's speculation to the fact that he did murder her or he's connected somehow. Um, But from what I've made, like my own personal opinion on it and what I've understood is that he 
did murder her. Yeah. Um, and I have seen so much online and I think it speaks volume to so many women. And I think that's why so many women are haunted by this like reality. Um, because this is like a part of life that we are terrified of mm-hmm. um, walking down the street, walking back from home. And for this to happen and for her to be murdered is like, whoa, like... Yeah, and I think th- obviously there's there's no scenario where this kind of thing happening is acceptable or anything, but it's just so horrific, the fact that she was literally just walking home. All these things that women are told to do to protect themselves, you know, walking home at night. She was on the phone to her mm. boyfriend, apparently, um, you know, doing all these things, walking in like lit- lightened areas. And if you can't simply walk home at night, like, how are we expected expected to just live our daily lives in society? Exactly, and like I've seen, I've seen things online. People saying like, "Oh, she shouldn't be walking home at night." Like, no one would walk home at night. But the reality is, like, a woman should be able to do anything she wants to do. There shouldn't be that fear present. If that's that, if that's your only option to get home, what are you supposed to do? Yeah, you know? and then pe- people are saying like, um, "Oh, she should have got a taxi." Like, it's bold of you to presume that getting a taxi is any safer yeah. than for a woman. Um. And there's been a lot of discussion and what's really pissed me off, to be honest, is seeing the hashtag not all men trending higher than the death of this woman. And there's obviously, we've spoke about it before that we we know it's not all men, but I think something, because I'm not very good with phrasing things, but I think it's really good that's come out of it saying like, not all men, but which men is it? Like, how do we make that differentiation? Um, between men to say oh it's not that man but it's this man do you know what I mean yeah I think a way that I've seen it put well is um, well obviously it's not all men and if you need us to say that like just please just take a moment and think about it but yeah it's not all men but it's enough men um, for most women um, and a lot of individuals not not just women people of all genders to be scared to kind of to walk anywhere at night to be alone because there's enough men doing the acts like these to put the fear in us exactly and I I don't know I am an anxious soul like I hate being alone like in the in the day um I find it really scary if I hear a knock on the door and stuff the other day the UPS driver like was trying to buzz through to the flat and I was having an anxiety attack because I was like I am all alone like if he wanted to he could fall like I am very much like I always think of the worst case scenario, but I am super scared. I'll never get a taxi on my own. I'll never really walk on my own. Um, And that is so the same situation for so many women. Um, And it's it's really hard to hear this news of this woman. Um, And I've seen a lot of women share their experiences. And what I wanted to kind of do in this episode is kind of share our experiences and kind of, I know, like... We're not going like me and you aren't going to make that change. That's going to change the whole world. Mm. But potentially think of some ways that we can, I don't know, relieve the fear and like have some support going on. Um, it's something that I really want to continue to do in the work of Les Talk. And there is so many queer women, women, non-binary, trans people listening right now. Um, if we got all got together, like maybe we could have a small impact and create like a space that is completely safe for queer femmes and so on. Um, yeah. So 
my first experience of like anything to do with like men and understanding like the fear associated with men was probably when I was like 18. So I was quite lucky, not lucky, Jesus. Well, but the fact that we think that's lucky, yeah, exactly. Yeah. I was quite... Yeah, looking the fact that it was so late in my life, which 18 isn't late, but I know a lot of people experience it in their early, early teens. Um, and so at 18, I was out in town. I don't know where you were, um, cause I would have known you by then, but probably long distance. Yeah, yeah, probs in Ireland. So me and my two friends who were gay. So they were like gay men. Um, they were walking in front of me and I was dawdling behind because I'm just a dawdler. Like, but they, they were like, they could see where I was. Like, yeah. They weren't leaving me behind. Um, And this man basically came up, put his hand on my skirt and touched whatever he wanted to touch in a a way of saying it. And I was just shocked. Like, I couldn't believe what happened. And he followed us for most of the night until we got back into the taxi home. And that was my first experience of, like, just feeling this, like, fear and, like, scaredness around men because like before that I had never had experience like I've been spoke to by men but like no one crossed the boundary where they actually sexually assaulted me and it was like fuck like what do I do like who do I tell but the thing is like let's imagine I went to the police and told them that what were they gonna do do? yeah and it was like it's that scared reality is that as a woman sometimes you feel like almost like you have no other choice than just to accept yeah, that this is going to happen. It makes you feel silly because, as you said, if you were going to tell someone, it, like, you feel like they're almost going to laugh at you and say, well, what do you want us to do about it? Like, you know, yeah, there's, there's like, nothing that can be done I, for that. I haven't told my mum about that. Um, I haven't told my dad because, like, I felt if I told my mum and dad at, like, that age, they would have blamed me. Like, mm. what were you doing to put yourself in that situation? And... The blame is always, I feel, on women um, instead of saying to men, respect women, respect yeah, what's going on there. But I felt like I was to blame. I felt really ashamed of it, like it was my fault. And to be honest, I haven't worn a dress since. Mm. That's one of the reasons why I won't wear a dress. Yeah. Um, and I have the legs for it, which is really... You do have amazing legs. Thank you. <laughs> but no, like, it's, it is things like that. And I think, as you said, we do kind of dumb it down when these things happen to us because I've had similar experiences and it's not till you kind of think about it like in the later years and look at it in hindsight that you realize oh god like that is really messed up like I can't count how many times on a night out what no matter what I'm wearing jeans trousers dress and the amount of times that like your ass would get just grabbed Mm. and like I remember it happened one time when I was out in Ireland and it was more than just like a feel like it actually hurt like and there's just like endless amounts of things like that mm-hmm. and even me and you like when we're out as a couple like we if we do walk home at night or if we choose not to get a taxi I have to have keys in between my hands yeah, because your knuckles go like white I'm like yeah like I'm the one that can throw a punch out of the two of us so <laughs> It's, it's, I have to feel but like it's, it's kind of responsibility. You know the sad thing is, like, we have these discussions, like, on the way home. Like, I'll say to you, put your keys between your mm. wrists. And, like, in a sense, not that we're laughing at the fact, but we'll laugh and joke to kind of make light of the situation. Yeah. And, like, a man will walk past and we're, like, on high alert. Yeah. Like, in a sense, we are ready to go because, like, if that guy showed any aggression towards us, not that I can throw a punch, but I would go just as self-defense and like 
it upsets me so much and I could cry about it because so many women and trans and non-binary and femmies and everyone goes through this and it pisses me off when I see not all men or men say like, oh, like men go through shit too because honestly, yeah, they do. But I think The Guardian did out of thousand women, 97% of women said Mm. they were sexually assaulted. And it's like, that's 3% of women who are lucky, like in a sense. And then that... It's it's so horrible to think that so many people go through this and yet we are being blamed and we are saying you shouldn't be wearing a dress, which I don't now. You shouldn't be wearing, you shouldn't go now past nine. Um, and like, it, it frightens me because like, I don't know, you, you only need that one person to be an absolute psychopath mm. and then your, your life's at risk. And it's so horrifying. And with the, like, the not all men thing, I've seen... I've seen some comments like, um, you know, some men are afraid to walk home at night as well. And I saw a response into that, which was just amazing. And it said, yeah, you're scared because of other men, right? And it's true. Like, yeah. that, that's what they're it's, scared of. Like, I think sometimes, and I read something, it's like, not all men, and if men are getting upset by that, it kind of says more about the ego and how men are being portrayed as. But instead of getting angry at women for speaking up about it, they should be getting angry at other men for putting them in like this situation where they're having to say not all men, if that mm-hmm. makes sense. Like they should be angry at the men who are creating that situation where women are so scared to just walk down the street. Yeah. Um, instead of the women who are like are actually talking out and like they should be angry at the men and if they are angry at not all men, they're more part of the problem than they think they are. Yeah. Um, I think it, say, it says a lot about the men who are getting defensive about this. You know, as you said, they can just, they just need to not even take responsibility. If they're not solely responsible, that's fine. And we're not, we're not saying that they are. But what, think about what you can do. Yeah, like to, call to out your friends. Women. And like, I'm going to revert back. And there's an episode of this where that guy basically told me and Ashlyn um, to accept how we're treated in life. Um, so if you go back to like the early days, you'll hear how upset um, we were there. But this is like a constant problem mm-hmm. in our life. And um, a, a grown man said to a younger daughter, I was probably like 20, 21, 22. I was in my 20s. Yeah. <laughs> Still am, but I was in my 20s. Um, and he, he basically said to me like, this is a part of your life. You need to accept it. You need to like get over it because this is a part of your life. Like in terms of being harassed, stalked, um, attacked, like sexually attacked. Um, and I'm just like, how can a grown man like say that to a young woman? Like he's condoning it. And I thought in my head, what have you done to women mm. to say this is a part of your life? Like you have obviously done some things that you think are acceptable to women. Or that you want to try and validate yeah. them yourself. Because it's you. just like that phrase, boys will be boys. No, boys will be like boys if you keep teaching them that their behavior is like acceptable. Mm. And I hate that man now. Like my my mom and dad, cause my mom and dad are still friends with him. I'm just like, mm. that's another topic. Um, But they always like, you need to get over it. And I'm literally my, like said to my parents, like he represents everything that I hate about like society. And I'm like, even if it's just one person, I can't speak to him again and like I hold grudges like I won't look at this man if I ever see him yeah um and it's it's so sad that people like that exist where they feel women should just accept the behavior that I've been put to them 
instead of saying this is so shit for women how do we make this better Mm -hmm. I think one of the scary things as well is that it's not just men that we are scared of it's it stems from you know being in school being young teenagers um and boys even you know are doing things that are just completely horrible and like I've had experiences when I was 14 15 um that only in the last year or so I look back on and realized like what had happened um and it's not something I ever confronted him about but I don't think I'll ever be able to kind of look at him again don't cry (laughs) but no like this this is the reality of it like we have all had situations where we've been put in these places as women and we don't realize the abuse that we have received until we actually look at it um are you okay okay <laughs> I just gonna be quiet for a second but look it's it's a really deep topic and I think a lot of women are are gonna feel this um and obviously we want don't want it to be too deep um so something that I wanted to put together um it's almost like a support group for women on whatsapp um so at the end of this episode I'm going to basically say to you if you want to be a part of this support group you need to message us on let's talk podcast um let's talk underscore podcast on instagram and on email let's talk pod at gmail.com um if you send me a message saying you want to be a part of this group chat it'll be a group chat for queer women basically to just be a part of um it doesn't matter where you are in the world you can share your experiences you can look for support um I think in this time we need to come together and support each other because it's a very raw topic and especially in the UK with with the murder of Sarah it's opened a lot of wounds and it's really hard to to kind of look for how do we go forward so I think right now we just need to be there and support each other yeah I think that would be a really good kind of safe space to have like if you use it that's fine if you want to listen to someone or just be there you know for support whatever you want that's absolutely fine um but yeah I think I think it's important to have these safe spaces for women definitely and I think going forward like I think don't be afraid to speak up about it and this is something that me and Ashley can probably practice more but don't be afraid to obviously if you're in a safe situation now please but don't be afraid to call someone out if they're being disrespectful if they're being crude if they're being like so inappropriate towards women and like queers and femmies and non-binary I think it's time that we speak up um I think it's been a long time coming and things are the movement now I think is gonna really grow hopefully we can only hope that in this really dark situation there becomes like a light and we push for like this stronger community um I know I'm going to have to have many horrible conversations with my dad particularly um, because I know he holds views that I don't agree with and I'm so glad I'm not at home right now um, to hear some of his thoughts around this. But I know I'm going to have to have those conversations because he has two daughters and he has friends that have disgusting views and he can make a real change within a small community. Mm -hmm. Um, And it's like that. Have the discussions with your parents, your friends, um, and call people out if they're being a complete twat. Like, yeah, I think I think one of the the other huge problems is there's too much tolerance for things, and if you're tolerating small things, you know they're going to escalate into bigger things. Like the thing that I got upset about earlier, my friends know about what happened, um, and to this day, you know they'll still laugh and joke about this particular person, mm. and I don't think they really understand, you know, like 
what he did, the effect that it would have had. So it's like not just getting on with your lives and thinking, oh, you know, we were teenagers kind of thing. Literally call people out and don't tolerate this shit. Because even if you're a teenager, like you're still a person now. Like yeah. the things that happen in our teen years will still haunt us to this day. And I, we both have many probably dark secrets that we probably, not dark secrets, but dark moments in our lives that we, we don't want to share because we don't want to relive it. But what me and Ashlyn have experienced is probably the same and it's so sad to say, but the same experience is shared by so many other women. Um, so kind of just a reminder that you're not alone in this. And we as queers, we as women, we as like allies to the whole LGBTQ plus community are trying our little best to, to support each other. Um, so like I said, please, 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 if you are affected by this news and you're feeling really low please reach out to us and we'll make this support group um we'll put it on instagram we'll put it on our stories um there'll be a link to it but i think it's really important that we even if it's just like i don't know 20 20 people all being there for each other um it's a support group that we didn't have before and it's going to be a really supportive thing um myself and Ashton will also be in there too, so... Yeah, and don't feel like, you know, you have to come in and, like, share experiences. No. It's, it's not like that kind of thing. You can literally just be there for a chat, you know, chat about your day, make some friends, that kind of thing. Yeah, I think it's very much like, I want it... For me personally, I want queer women and women and non-binary families to all feel empowered to be themselves and to be strong in themselves and say, we won't accept that. And I think the people that will be in this support group, hopefully, not that you don't have to be like that, but all want that change within yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, and look, like we're, we're all upset by the news. And if you're not from the UK, um, this is obviously what's been going on. It's a very raw topic. And I think, like I said, it's opened a lot of wounds um, for women and queers. And I think hopefully we can push forward um, from it. What happened the other day? Um, did you see it? The vigil they held? Yeah. Um, it was fucking atrocious. So there was a vigil held for Sarah um, in remembrance of her and the police were fucking atrocious mm-hmm. in it. They started arresting women. They started putting like their full body weight on women on the floor. And it's just like, wait, you do just realise what's happened. You're doing this and there's a comparison to like a football. Um, oh, right, yeah. It's and that. the comparison is uncanny, but it it's very hard, like a hard moment for women around the world because... I think the worst thing is that we're not, we're not even surprised by that. Like it's just, it's just expected. And that's just the worst thing is that we're not even shocked by it anymore. Yeah, like it's obviously shocking that she was murdered, but... It's not shocking that it was a man, mm. if that makes sense. Like men have been taking advantage of women for years. And if I have someone say to me at the end of this episode, yeah, but it's not all men, I will fucking fall it, find you and punch you in your little fight. I'm joking. But we like, I think it's important to establish. We know it's not all men, but what men is it? And how do we make sure that not all men, like if we want that phrase to go away, how do we make sure that men stop being absolute make cunts? It, make it no men. How yeah. about that? Like literally not all men, but all women. Like yeah. it's, it's a ridiculous statement to say in the light of a woman being murdered by the hands of a man. Like, yeah. and so I don't want to hear no, not, no men. What is it? Not, not all men. men. I don't want to hear it. Like, I really don't care about men's insecurities at this time. It's not the time or place. Um, 
And Davina McCall can go fuck herself. Oh. If you've seen her tweet, she... Oh, Davina McCall needs to stick to fitness DVDs. Like, please. Just stick to them. And they weren't even that good. <laughs> I did one before and I was like, this is shit. <laughs> so, thank you for joining us for this episode. And from the bottom of our hearts, please... Please put your mental health first. Um, make sure that you're looking after yourself in the wake of this news. And we are sending our love and support. So a reminder, if you would like to join the support group that we are putting together, please message us on Let's Talk Podcast. What is it, Asha? <laughs> Let's Talk <laughs> underscore podcast or email us at letstalkpod at gmail.com. You can also reach out to us if you know our personal Instagram accounts. Um, you can reach out to us there and we'll add you. But this support group will be on WhatsApp. Um, I will send you a link to join. And basically, it would just be a group of queer women, women, femmies, non-binaries, anyone really. Um, I know this is going to sound rude, but I'm not accepting any men into well, yeah, the chat. <laughs> no, it will, it will be monitored. And as well, if there's any people trying to snake their way in to be creeps or anything, they will be booed. I've, I've had a group chat before that like I, I created for queer individuals. And someone sneaked in and he started sending some stuff. So So we will keep an eye on that. Don't take this the wrong way to the men that are listening. Because I do know we have like some straight men listeners and we have some male listeners. Um, But I will be discriminative against men in this scenario because I simply want it to be a safe space. for. And I'm not saying men aren't safe, like again, not all men. Um, but I simply just want it to be a space for queer women, femmies, non-binary individuals who need the support of each other. Um, and maybe I'll create a separate group chat where men can join. But for now... We can call it not all men. I'm joking. <laughs> but for now, um, this is where we start and this is where we're going to be going forward. If that's controversial, here I am. There's a lot more controversy in the world, so... Yeah. Um, so thank you so much for listening. You can find us on Let's Talk Podcast at gmail.com if you have any stories or on Instagram at Let's Talk Pod... Let's Talk underscore podcast. Fuck, I hate myself. Um, if you've enjoyed this episode, please leave us a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts and a review. And if you listen on Spotify, we'd appreciate if you subscribe to us. Thank you so much. And we love you all. Stay safe from your professional lesbians. Lots of love. Bye.